Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. I wanted to talk about heart's desire. I'm going to give you three keys to see that manifestation come in this year. We're done with waiting times, and I get it. Listen, we have to have that balance. There are, like I said last night, there are some times where there is a time that we are pushing through. There's perseverance. I'm going to be talking about that today. But it's time. Like, we don't need to be seeing, you know, two, three, five years pass by, and we're not seeing desires of our heart happen in our life. The desires of our heart are placed there by our Savior, by Jesus. He's put those in here. We didn't just like conjure this up and, you know, that's just a desire. No, he's in every plan we have. He's in every instruction. He's in our life. And so the desires that are in our heart are something he's placed in there. Now it's our job to see them come to pass. It's our job to stick it out in faith. It's our job to speak it. It's our job to walk it out and hold it, a manifestation in our hand, to have it come into our life. And so I'm going to talk about three keys that I think are important for your heart's desire to be made prevalent in your life. All right, the first one is to stay in faith. To stay in faith. Faith, we have to have that persevering faith. We have to we have to push forward. We have to stick with it. We're not going to let, uh, you know, th- when the wind blows, that's where our direction and our focus goes. That happens to a lot of people. They're gung-ho. Okay, here's the last day of our 21 days of prayer and fasting, right? So then when 22 comes around, then what happens? Are we going to let a negative report knock us off the horse? <laughs> Are we going to let what somebody says or does completely like throw us into a tizzy and then now we're in this place where you know what I was believing for what I had my heart set on for 21 days now you know I've gotten a report and now I'm I'm I just don't think it's for me I don't think it's for me or you know it didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to happen so it must not be the Lord I I would re I would reevaluate the instruction God's given you, I'd re- reevaluate what's that desire, how do I, how do I get that? But we're, the first thing we have to do is stay in faith. Faith is a lifestyle. We're not going to let things that, you know, I always say let's put our blinders on. Like horses have blinders so they don't get spooked, so they don't see other things. And what is it? It just keeps them on the course. They just keep moving forward. They just keep going. They don't let things around them get into their vision, get into their view, so they can just carry on on the path and go to where they need to get to. And so that's what we have to do. We have to put our faith blinders on because if we're going to see that manifestation of our, our heart come to pass, what he's put in here, he's put a lot of things in here. It could be, you know, uh, I, I desire to have children. I desire to get married. I desire to move. I desire, you know, I desire to have this in my life. I desire this for my kids. I desire, uh, you know, this job promotion. I desire this. Well, he's put that in there. So let's see it come to, let's see it come to pass. Amen. I want to see it come to pass for you. Hey, Timothy, good to see you. 
All right, so Hebrews 6, 12, through faith and patient, we inherit the promises. Waiting time is not passive time. Faith is an active word. Faith is active. It's, it's an action. We're going to do something about it. We're going to confess the word of God. We're going to stay strong. Like I said, we're putting our blinders of faith on. We're going to not let things creep up. That's thoughts, guys. We can't let thoughts. We can't let the past. We can't let what somebody else says. Listen, if you're hanging around the right people, then those things that people are saying will not get you down. It's when you're hanging around people that are not at the same level as you. It's true. There's different levels of faith. There's different levels. Now, it's not that you go and get rid of those people, but you surely don't let them speak into your life. You surely don't let them speak about those things. If you're believing for a miracle, you're believing God to answer your prayers on something, you're, you don't get around somebody that's like, well, that's not for today, or I think you're fine where you're at, or you're good, you know, just, you know, like Jenna, she desired to have her own kids. Of course, there's adoption. Of course, there's other, other ways, you know, you can get, get the shots and you can freeze your eggs and do all these different things. And of course, there's that way. But her heart's desire was, I want to birth my own kids. But she ran into a lot of problems, bad reports. Jenna had reports of getting a hysterectomy, possible cancer. She had reports of, you know, her, her womb wasn't able to hold children. So Jenna had lost a few babies. She has given birth to three children who didn't make it before she had Bella and Jasmine. But her heart's desire, and there was words that she got. And so those words become your foundation. So what words are coming into your life? What words are you believing for? Same thing. I know Angie Thomas that's on here right now. I remember meeting her when she had a desire for children, and it was not happening. But she stood her ground on a firm foundation in faith, and now she has two wonderful, healthy boys that I just got to squeeze yesterday at church. And they're smart and they're wonderful and they love the Lord with all their heart. But see, you have to hang on to what God has in your heart as a desire and we gotta stick it out with faith. That's one of our keys. We have to stay in faith. The system of this world hasn't set you up to walk by faith. Now, now, now get that. The system of this world has not set you up to walk by faith. So everything they talk about is negative. There's nothing, any, there's nothing they say that's good. There's nothing. The, the news sucks. You know, what they put out on TV is terrible. The things that they're sticking in kids' shows now is terrible. They don't have, you, they don't have us set up for any type of good thing in our life. Everything is set up for destruction. Everything is set up to scare us. Everything is set up to push us into a spirit of fear and stress us out. And, you know, put back in 2020, they were stressing people out so much and scaring them that people were taking their own lives, their own lives over a disease, over a, a virus that was out there. I'm not saying it didn't, doesn't exist. I'm not saying it didn't exist. I'm just saying like it was so like overwhelming to people, the thought of a possible shoulda, woulda, coulda, that all of a sudden <laughs> people are literally 
hanging themselves, shooting themselves, killing themselves over an invisible prison. They didn't even see it. They hadn't even gotten sick. But just the thought was so frightening. And so this world system is not set up for us to walk by faith. That's why we're part of another system. We're part of the kingdom of God. We're part of the kingdom of God. So therefore, we operate in a different system, right? We have one person to please, that's Jesus. We have one savior to listen to, that's Jesus. We don't go by all the other reports. Yeah, a doctor might give us a bad report. And then what do we say? Okay, this may be a fact, right? Your, your, your system tested me for this. This is what you see. But then what do we do? We live by the truth of God's word, not the fact on the paper, not the fact on the news, not the fact on the TV show. We live by the truth of God's word. The truth of God's word trumps every other report in this world. Anything that's said, it trumps. The truth of God's word already, already, already crosses out, already erases, already voids out any negative reports. So by faith, we get our thoughts and our words to line up and you get your thoughts and words on the same page. So this year, make it a point that you are speaking the word of God. Make it a point. Don't let little things creep in and get in there. What, is, what, is, what does the Bible say that it says what? That the issues flow out of our heart, right? We, ha we, we want good things to flow out of our heart. Those desires are not going to get corrupted by any type of offense, any type of bad report, any type of anything. Anything. I'm not going to go down the entire list today. We're not going to let our heart get contaminated because we have desires in there. And we're going to keep our heart pure. We're going to keep our heart clean. We're going to keep our heart right so those desires can manifest in 2024. Amen. I didn't just, you know push away the plate for nothing for 21 days. I was telling Tiffany today, I was actually telling um, Jess Burton, I was like, I am over liquid, over it. Like I don't, there's nothing else I could possibly think of. I've gone through all the juices. I've gone through the water. I've gone through all the clear bone broth and the flavors you could think of and I'm over it. So I didn't push away the plate for nothing. I'm expecting things to come to pass this year. I'm expecting. We expect from, don't, don't get into this, you know, I just serve the Lord and I don't expect anything. Absolutely not. You should always be expecting something. When you sow a seed, do you expect a harvest? I sure hope so. That's part of how we're supposed to live. We sow because we're expecting to reap something, okay? I am breathing because I expect to live. I breathe in, I breathe out. I breathe in, I breathe out. I'm expecting something. So we should live in great expectation this year that God is going to hand deliver what we're believing for in our heart, what our desire is in our heart. Amen? <laughs> People said, I'm over it too. 
All right, out of the abundance of the heart, we know the mouth speaks. So that's why it is important as we stick it out in faith, as we walk it out in faith, as we're resting in faith, we can do all of the above, right? And so we're sticking it out in faith. We are being perseverance in this. James 4.4, 4, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? So that system of the world does not have you set up to walk by faith at all. They don't care about you. You are a number. You know, I, I said this once before in a reel, and like people were upset when I posted a clip of me saying that like the world doesn't care about you. You're just a number. It's like, really? Seriously? You, you think they have your best interest? They literally just want to pump you with pills because the whole pharmaceutical, you know, company is a bunch of liars <laughs> and it's all about money. And so you think that they care about you, that about your well-being? You want this you want this shot is probably like going to be like a, a flagged YouTube video now. But so be it. Y'all are liars and I'm calling you out. <laughs> liars Pants on fire. That's how I know. All right. Number two. Number two. Disconnecting from the world. Hey, Michael. Disconnecting from the world. This is how we're going to see our heart's desire in 2024. We're going to disconnect from the world. We're detaching from them completely. We really have to get it in our mindset that we are from another kingdom. Uh, our, our provision is not just, you know, that paycheck we see every couple weeks. No, 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 no. That's not our source. Jesus is our source for everything. He's our source for provision. And I mean money. And everybody is like, oh, he's just good for spiritual blessings. No, 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 no. Yes, for that too. But also, he wants to see you mighty on the earth. And provisions, one of them, money. Joy, peace, love. Okay? We're disconnecting from the world. We're not set up for that system. That's why we don't work well here with stuff. <laughs> we, we have authority. We're operating in the supernatural. Because we are part of another world. So we're going to disconnect from the world. Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Everything you need. Okay? Everything you need. Think about it. Think right now what you're desiring and he's going to give you everything you need. Make a commitment, which we have been doing. These 21 days of prayer and fasting, we have made a serious commitment. We've pushed the plate away. You guys are awesome. We didn't give up shows. We didn't give up. Now listen, when you pray and fast, there might be, you know, your, your nights might look different. You might be saying, okay, yeah, I don't feel like, you know, there's a series I'm watching or something. And while I'm, while I'm doing this prayer and fasting, I don't feel like watching it. That's fine. You know, but that wasn't your fast. You know, it's so ridiculous. People are like, well, I'm just going to eat a better diet. What? That's not fasting. Are you totally forgetting what the word fasting means? Like I've heard that. Like we're just, we're going to do like all, you know, 
maybe they're putting it under the line of the Daniel fast, but they'll be like, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna eat really healthy. We're gonna do vegetables and fruit. It's like, but your mouth's chomping. You're eating. So, so I commend you for the ones six to six, the ones who've done full fasting this whole time. I mean, I right. You guys should all do that because. <laughs> You know, I've had someone tell me this fast, like, why aren't more people in the body of Christ? Why aren't more churches doing this? But it, it, it is a command clearly in the Bible. Anyone who has read Pastor Ted's fasting book, it's so clear. It's so helpful. If you don't have it, it's not too late to get it. You can get it at shop.miracleword.com, but get the books and understand and get the revelation of it. It's only to benefit our lives. Why wouldn't we want to read about something and do something that benefits us, right? I want everything that God has for me. I want everything that, that is, is promised to me, that's owed to me in this covenant. I want to live like heaven on earth while we're here. And that, that's what we're going to do too. <coughs> that's right, Bonnie. When you pray, when you fast, when you give in Matthew. Okay, so make a commitment, which we've been doing, to connect to God every day. Feed on his faithfulness and delight yourself in him. Pursue God. Don't just let the 20 days, 21 days, when we do our, our communion breakthrough um, broadcast tonight, don't just like when that comes to an end, all of a sudden, like your whole regimen that you've been doing, your time with the Lord in the morning, it comes to an end. We don't just take the first 21 days of the year to just pray and just have spend time with the Lord and then the rest of the year is nothing. No, commit yourself to him every day. Find out what he's asking of you. Find out where he's leading you. Find out what he has for you. He's got something different for each and every person. Sometimes we get stuck looking at what someone else has, what someone else is doing, and then we stop asking the Lord, hey, Lord, what do you have for me? Hey, Lord, where do you want me to go next? Hey, Lord, wh what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? What do you want, you know, we, we get into that place where we start looking at what other people are called to do and what other people in their lanes, and we forget to say, hey, the Lord has a lane just for me. What is my lane? What is he asking me? What is the vision that he has for, for my life, for, for what I'm supposed to be doing? So let's stick with that this year. Let's find out and say, listen, they're doing an awesome work for the Lord. They're doing something. That's great what God's called them to do. But what do you have for Mary Beth? What do you have for Leslie? What do you have for Bonnie? What do you have for Angie? And he's got something special just for you. Hey, Kelly, good to see you. All right. Psalm 37.3. Trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. We're going to have to delight. We're going to have to dwell and we're going to have to commit to the Lord to see our heart's desires come to pass this year. Delight, dwell, and commit. All right, and that all will happen when you disconnect from the world. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what they suggest over my kids. I don't care what they suggest over my family. I don't care what they suggest over my marriage. I don't, I don't care what they suggest I should do in life. They, they wouldn't agree with what I'm doing right now. So why am I going to ask them? Why am I going to ask somebody 
what, what, am, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? You know, well, what does the average American make? Well, I'm pretty average. Maybe I should just make that. Nope. I'm not putting a cap on anything God has for me and neither are you. I'm not putting a cap on our faith. Our faith is ever increasing until we make our way to heaven. We don't put a cap on faith. You just keep believing, keep believing, keep believing, keep receiving, keep receiving, keep confessing. But we're going to have to disconnect from the world as point number two to see desires of our heart come to pass. We're going to delight, we're going to dwell, and we're going to commit in, in the ways of the Lord this year. Like never before. Time is running short. I, I mean, like, I, I can't even believe that it's January 22nd today. Can't even believe it. Can't even believe that almost the first month of this new year is over. Think about how fast time has gone. Like we were all just talking about the beginning of the fast, right? We were all just talking about, we all just have a new year service. And now all of a sudden we're on January 22nd of the new year. So we're going to blink and this year's going to be over. But we're going to look back and we're going to have something like I told you last night. We're going to write down monthly miracles, monthly testimonies. But in there, put what you've asked God for and then watch how he answers it. All right? And then number three, <clears throat> we're going to catch the vision. We're going to catch the vision to see our heart's desire come to pass. All right, Numbers 13, 25 through 33, one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I think I have a bazillion notes and underlines and circles, and I probably don't have any more room in my Bible to make notes <laughs> for what I see every time I read um, Numbers 13. But as you know, Moses sent the 12 spies to scope out the promised land. They all saw the same things, experienced the same things, and were given the same information. If, you, if you're in your Bible and you go to Numbers 13 and you look at, um, if you look at verse 26, to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel and Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran, they reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This is what the report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. But the people there are powerful, and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants here, the descendants of Anak. The Mik Amalekites live in Negev, and the Hittites, Jebusites, and the Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. So this is what the other guys are coming back and saying, right? So the 12 spies went, come back, and the 10 are everything they saw. Then you got two that saw differently. Two had a different report. So there's going to be, there is a, a line in the sand. You can be this group, you can be the two. You can be the 10 spies over here that came over here and saw and came back and said, oh my gosh, there were giants. Oh my gosh, it looked really hard. Oh, I don't, I don't think it's going to be for us. There's too much. We're not big enough to take it. And then on this side, see, see how it's a bigger number with doubt and unbelief? 
see how the crowd is bigger? It's, e it's easier to, to not believe. <laughs> it's, it's easier to be like, I don't know. That's, that, that, I don't think it's going to work out. That's a cop-out for Christians. That's a cop-out. Violent faith over here. Vision is different. You see with different eyes. You have a different report in your mouth. So they said, um, uh, let's go at once and take the land. We can certainly conquer it. Certainly means certain, no doubt, no, there's no plan B. And that's what we're going to see with our heart's desire, right? God said, listen, I, I have, this is where I want you to go. This is what I want you to do. You want to have this? Great. You're ready for, for this? Great. I want to give it to you, but I need you to see it first. I need you to see it. I need you to see it with no problems. I need you to see it with no unbelief. I need you to see it the way I see it so you can hold it in your hand. Amen? Beverly says, the more I pray, the more I believe with confidence. And that's right, Beverly. Especially when, you know, someone feels a scourge or they feel like, you know, they can't move forward like, like these 10 spies. You, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you pray in the Spirit. You're going to get that boldness. You're going to get that strength. So anytime you're home, any, you know, this is for anybody. Anytime you're anywhere in the car or something and you feel an attack or you feel a heaviness or you just feel like, just start praying in the Spirit. Okay? And you're going to feel a strength. You're going to feel a boldness. You're going to feel like, you know, okay. I'm good. I got this. You feel a breakthrough. And so these, these guys didn't waver. Joshua and Caleb caught a vision of what God could do to deliver their heart's desire into their hands. Now, this was their promised land, okay? So like I, I mentioned earlier, when you get a word from the Lord, when you get a word, that's what your foundation is. You know, when, when Angie and Eric couldn't have kids, but they stood on a word and now they've got two wonderful young boys. When Jenna and Ralph couldn't have kids, they got a word. It was their heart's desire. She said, listen, of course I can adopt. Of course there's other ways. But my desire is I have, I birthed my own children. And so she stood on that word. <coughs> and so look, that's what Caleb and, and them did. They said, listen, we can surely conquer it. The Lord already said that's our land. So like they didn't come back and talk about giants. That's not what Caleb and Joshua saw. They didn't talk about how fortified the cities were and, and how strong and look at all the people. That, that wasn't out of their mouth. They just spoke what was already theirs. They just spoke the desire out of their heart. You know, there's lots of times where you have that desire and it helps you speak by faith, right? Some things come out of your mouth and you're like, did I just say that? Okay, well, now that I've said it, <laughs> that ever happened to you? There's lots of times where you're speaking by faith out of that desire, out of that desire. And so Caleb and Joshua caught a vision of what God could do to deliver their heart's desire into their hands. Don't be in the group of the 10 spies. Don't do that. Be in the, be the two, be the two that had supernatural vision. Be the two that confessed and stood on what God told them they could have. Be the two. This group's always going to be bigger. Doubt, unbelief, it's a cop-out, it's a chicken attitude. <laughs> 
it's so much easier. I'm just gonna go in my hole. I'm just gonna turn around and coward and go back the other way. I wanna be the two. I wanna have what God said is mine. What did God say is yours this year? What has God placed on your heart? Take a minute, think about it. Take, take, take a second to be like, okay, this is what I have. And if you have to write them down, then write it down. Be like, this is a desire of mine. This is, what I wa- this is what I see God calling me to do. This is where I see God calling me to be. This is what he's asked me. This is what I'm asking for. This is what I, what I desire because what I desire is his desires that he's placed in my heart. Amen. Not everyone will see what you see. And that's another thing I talked about earlier. Not, and we can say disconnecting from the world, but sometimes you have to disconnect from people who, who aren't speaking the right things. I'm not going to believe for something big and then go to somebody who doesn't believe at all like that. I'm hooking myself up with people that are going to be an encouragement, that people are going their response is going to be like, listen, that is not what, what, what's your portion. That's not what the Word of God says. Let me show you. Be encouraged because I want to see you get your victory. I want to see you get your miracle. I want to see that manifestation in your life. Um, Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3, Then the Lord said to me, Write your answer plainly on tablets so the runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Amen. Get a vision, write it down, make it plain. Lots of times we forget our desires and we let go of the gas pedal because it's not in front of our face, right? That happens, right? Like if things aren't in front of us all the time, if things aren't in front of us all the time, what do we do? We can kind of, you know, just relax, put our feet up on the table, get into chill mode, get those lo-fi beats going. <laughs> I made Tiff chuckle again. Either she's really delirious or <laughs> she's saying yes. Fine, I'm not that funny. But uh, <laughs> but people get like that. They live their they live their Christian life in lo-fi beats, and then all of a sudden. You know, things have passed them by. Here we go, another year with them not, you know, uh, having what, what they, you know, were asking the Lord for, and they, they get stuck in that. They get stuck in that, you know, chill zone. But that's not, that's not violent faith. That's not action, you know. And so we're moving forward. We're making a plan. We're making a plan, Right? Right? We're making a plan for this year to see our heart's desire come to pass. And what are we going to do? We're going to stay in faith. We're going to disconnect from the world. And we're going to catch a vision. We're going to catch a vision. And like I said, at the end of Habakkuk, right there, I love it. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So let's use our faith to move things quicker into our life, right? Let's use our confession. Let's use what we believe to move things quicker in our life.
and I'm going to finish with Psalm 20, verse 4. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. That's a desire of his. May he grant your heart's desire and make all your plans succeed. All right, so we're going to take the time to what? Get a vision, disconnect from the world, and talk the word. Speak the word only, as it says. Speak the word only, right? And we're going to stand in faith. This is our year to receive and have the best things we've ever had. We only go up. We only move forward. We don't move backwards. If you're feeling stagnant, go back and watch all of these broadcasts we've been doing over the last 21 days of prayer and fasting. We have endless amounts of, <laughs> of messages for you, well beyond the 21 days. So there, get our app. If you don't have our app, get our, our app, our Miracle Word app. There is 24-7 preaching on there. There's Bible plans. Look, it just appeared in the bottom of my screen. Look at that, right here. Where I'm pointing is what you need to download because you need to have yourself filled up with fuel, with ammo. Amen. So get this. It's totally free, and there's tons of stuff on there. It's connected to our videos. It's connected to 24-7 radio of preaching. It's connected to a Bible plan. There's so much connected on there. If you don't have our app, make sure to get it. But you're getting the word filled up inside of you. So when something comes and the enemy rears up his ugly little head and says something and does something, you don't fall apart. You don't crumble. We're not cookies. Tiff said, hey, we can have a crumble cookie later tonight. That's right. We're having communion with crumble cookies. <laughs> I'll have to see what's on their list. Last week, they had Kentucky butter cookie, and that's a very good one. But I don't know what they have this week. Oh, Tiff knows already. She, she woke up this morning, and instead of the Miracle Word app, she went to Crumble app, and now she knows what the flavors are. So we know where her heart's desire is. Amen. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for each and every person watching today, listening on the replay. Thank you for anointing us to do great things, Lord. Thank you for using us. You've placed desires in our heart that we are going to see before the end of this year. Every month is a miracle month. I declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every month is a miracle month for your children, Lord. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your provision. Thank you that you're our comforter. Thank you that you are our uh, restoration of our heart, Lord. Thank you that you are our deliverer. Thank you that you are our mighty God. There's nobody like you, no name above your name. Thank you for giving us authority over the enemy, that when he tries to steer us off path, when he tries to lie to us, we have the authority to make him run in the other direction. We're serving notice on him. No trespassing anymore. We have a parameter around us. The blood of Jesus surrounds us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that, that we don't have to take the devil's mess. We don't have to be beaten down. We don't have to be destroyed. Struggle is not vocabulary in our mouth. We are living a year of open heavens with manifestations raining down upon our lives. 
raining down in our family, raining down over our children, over our husband, Lord. And for the things that we see in our spirit is coming to pass. For we're having a bulldog, violent faith this year like never before. We're disconnecting from the things of this word. We're disconnecting from lies. We're disconnecting from false false words. We're disconnecting from the things that are not in this word. And we're catching a vision like never before. We're writing it down. Thank you, Jesus, as it comes to pass. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We're so grateful for your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. 